Jeremiah chapter 9. Jeremiah 9, 23. Thus says the Lord, Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. Well, I skipped the first one. Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. The world boasts in such things as wisdom and might and riches. God says the only thing really to boast about is if you know the Lord. And if you boast about that, it's a kind of boasting that can't be mixed with pride because the only way anybody comes to know the Lord is by humbling themselves. Repentance and faith. That he understands and knows me. And then God specifically mentions these things about knowing him. That he is the God who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. On this date, August 15th, 1995, a song was sung at a funeral, and it was an unusual song to sing at a funeral. It's a sad song, and I'm going to play that song for you here in a minute. It's especially moving to me to think that this song was sung at this particular man's funeral at his request. This is what he wanted sung there. I say it's particularly moving for me because this man was one of my heroes when I was growing up. And I didn't find out till much later in life that he was pretty messed up. And I want to tell you a little about that man tonight. His name is associated with this sport. And when I was a boy, he was the one that most boys thought was, at that time, the greatest baseball player. Uh, In fact, this is my bat. When I was a boy, at least, my brother and I are in dispute over whose bat it is, because we think it might be worth 
a little money anyway, because it has this man's signature on it, not that he wrote it on there, it was stamped on there. But uh, Shiloh, you're kind of a baseball fan. I'll let you read this guy's name. You can't see it very well. Like I say, when I was a boy, I, I really I wasn't much of a baseball player. I, li I mean, I liked baseball and I tried to play. But uh, uh, hitting that little round thing with this was pretty hard for me. <clears throat> I got some glasses when I was in the eighth grade and I hit a double first time I came to bat after getting my glasses and everybody thought, well, that was the problem. <laughs> Oaks needed glasses. Only problem was I didn't hit any more. <laughs> I found out that wasn't a problem. <clears throat> anyway, Mickey Mantle. Now, I say he was one of my heroes because I thought if there was ever anybody I'd want to be like, it'd be Mickey Mantle. He seemed so clean cut and such, uh, so strong and, and handsome. And he talks here in this verse about the mighty man and the rich man. Well, he was, he was that. He was the highest paid player at that time. And he was strong. In fact, they say, I don't know, it used to be in the Guinness Book of World Records that he hit the longest home run ever hit. I don't know if that's still the case or not. Uh, 500... I've got it down here somewhere. 565 feet. Now, I, I could tell you all his records, but most of you know how well-known of a baseball player he was. But you see, there was another side to Mickey Mantle that you didn't see on the TV. And he had real deep problems. He was an alcoholic. And that alcohol... Uh, destroyed his family. He was separated from his wife. Destroyed his kids. He got his, a number of his kids became alcoholics because they started drinking with him. And it eventually destroyed his life. He died of liver cancer because of all the drinking that uh, he did. Well, I say he that he asked for a particular song to be sung at his funeral on this date in 1995. And I want to play that song for you now. Yesterday when I was young The taste of life was sweet As rain upon my tongue I teased at life as if it were a foolish game the way the evening breeze may tease a candle flame The thousand dreams I dreamed The splendid things I planned I always built to last On weakened, shifting sand I live by night And shun the naked light of day And only now I see How the years ran away Yesterday when I was young, so many happy songs were waiting to be sung. 
So many wild pleasures lay in store for me And so much pain my dazzled eyes refused to see I ran so fast that time and youth at last ran out I never stopped to think what life was all about And every conversation I can now recall Concerns itself with me And nothing else at all Yesterday The moon was blue And every crazy day Brought something new to do I used my magic age As if it were a wand And never saw the waste And emptiness beyond The game of love I played With arrogance and pride And every flame I lit Too quickly, quickly died I made all seem somehow to drift away And only I am left on stage to end the play There are so many songs in me that won't be sung I feel the bitter taste of tears upon my tongue The time has come for me to pay for yesterday When I... Was young. When I say that is a sad song to have sung at your funeral. I don't know if you could hear the words real well. Let me just read you a few of them here. And some of them that were actually sung that day are a little different than what was on this rendition of it. He said, so many drinking songs were waiting to be sung. So many wayward pleasures lay in store for me. So much pain my dazzled eyes refused to see. I ran so fast that time and youth at last ran out. I never stopped to think what life was all about. The friends I made all seemed somehow to drift away. And only I am left on stage to end the play. There are so many songs in me that won't be sung. I feel the bitter taste of tears upon my tongue. The time has come for me to pay for yesterday when I was young. And uh, when I first heard that Mickey Mantle was an alcoholic, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. Now, you know, you may say, well, that's, you, you ought to know that people in those positions aren't all they're cracked up to be, but I just, it just really was hard for me to believe. Well, I want to tell you a little about Mickey Mantle and then draw some lessons from his life. <coughs> 
He said this towards the end of his life. He said, God gave me everything, and I blew it. For the kids out there, don't be like me. He, uh, his dad died when he was young. His dad spent a lot of time playing baseball with, with him and teaching him, teaching him to be a switch hitter, which he's the most famous switch hitter, I think, of all time. And uh, he regretted, he said there was two things he regretted. Mickey Mantle said there was two things he regretted. He said, my dad never got to see me play in the big leagues. And he said, I regret never telling my dad. that I loved you. Well, he got into the big leagues in 1951, and he said this. This was in his autobiography. He said, I tasted the high life in 1951, and I got a belly full starting in 1952, especially on the road. Parties, Flashy people, hard liquor, staying up really late. Billy and I were often the life of the party. I think that's Billy Martin. We're the life of the party. We wouldn't go upstairs to our old room until we were just about ready to drop. Well, he goes on to say that uh, the drinking got worse after his retirement. And... Uh, he says this, It was when I had no commitments, nothing to do, and nowhere to be, that I lapsed into those long drinking ses sessions. This was after he'd uh, retired from baseball. It was the loneliness and emptiness. I found, quote, friends at the bar and filled my emptiness with alcohol. Well, I'm not going to go into a long story here, but things just got worse and worse. And uh, eventually ruined his marriage, ruined his family, and ruined his, his health. He, he died from liver cancer. Well, let me uh, just read some things. Now, I got a number of these off the Internet from a sermon that a man spoke along this line, learning things from Mickey Mantle's life. First of all, he said one of the things we can learn is that our friends can have a big influence on us. He was 19. He was just 19 years old when he broke into the majors as a rookie. And... Uh, he started running with the wrong crowd. And we know those scriptures, don't we? He who walks with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. There were a few wise men that he could have walked with that he didn't. Be not deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. So that's the first one. Friends can have a big influence on us, for good or for ill. 
Number two, alcohol and drugs are deceptive and destructive. Wine is a mocker, we're told. I'll just read it to you. It doesn't hurt to hear these things. Uh, we say, well, everybody knows that. Well, not everybody heeds the warning. Proverbs 20. Verse 1, wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler. Whoever is intoxicated by it is not wise. There's quite a bit in the Proverbs about alcohol, and you can apply it to the, uh, any other area of drug, drug use. It's deceptive and destructive. Proverbs 23, 29 who has woe, who has sorrow, who has contentions, who has complaining, who has wounds without cause, who has redness of eyes, he who lingers long over wine, those who go to taste mixed wine. Do not look on the wine when it's red, when it sparkles in the cup. It goes down smoothly, but at last it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. At last, you see may not seem like that at first, but at last. Again, I say it destroyed his marriage and his family, destroyed his sons, and it ended up destroying his life. It was like a serpent. Number three, a person may seem to be doing great on the outside, but inwardly they're empty and needy. When I looked at Mickey Mantle playing baseball, my, my parents took me up to a Twins game, Minnesota Twins, because they were playing the Yankees. I wouldn't have known that there was anything wrong. There he was. I got as close as I could to the dugout so I could get a close-up picture of Mickey and Roger Maris. And I thought, wouldn't it be something to be like Mickey Mantle? You wouldn't have thought anything was wrong watching him out there play baseball. He got injured quite a bit, but as far as just, you know, his personality. Well, I thought of this verse in Proverbs. Proverbs 14, 13. Even in laughter, the heart may be in pain, and the end of joy may be grief. He was laughing around, joking. He used, they said he was often the life, and well, he said that. I think he said that in the quote I read. He was often the life of the party. Billy and I were often the life of the party, laughing, joking. But deep down, there was an emptiness. Let me read you a a uh, little interview with him towards the end of his life. Sportscaster Bob Costas. Costas says, I've always had the sense that there was a sadness about you. Was that true? Mickey Mantle says, yeah. I think that when I did drink or something, it, it kind of relieved the tension that I felt within myself. 
because maybe because I hadn't been what I should have been. Costa says, because you hadn't been the ball player you thought you should be. Mantle says, or the daddy. Costa says, did you ever say to yourself, wait a minute, I'm one of the best baseball players of all time. I've made a significant amount of money doing this. I'm financially secure. People seem to love me. Why don't I feel better? Mantle said, maybe I do in the back of my mind feel like I've let everybody down some way or another. I know there is something there that's not fulfilled, something. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. So I say again, a person may seem like they've got it all together. And deep down, they can be empty and longing and aching. We need to remember that as we deal with people. Number four, you will reap what you sow. Galatians 6, 7, you know that verse. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Uh, Mickey Mantle is a prime example of that. After decades of self-indulgence, he reaped what he sowed. He had a liver transplant towards the end, and there seemed like there was a little reviving there. Uh, But it wasn't long before they realized that the cancer had spread throughout his system. Uh, Let me read what he said after this liver transplant. uh, He thought maybe he had a few more days. He said, uh, again, he said, don't be like me. God gave me a body and the ability to play, play baseball. I had everything, and I just, and then he stopped there and put his head in his hands. I had everything, and I just, at that point, he threw back his hand, bowed his head, and looking straight ahead, said, I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to make up. The problem was he only had a few days. He didn't realize that at the time. Well, he had wasted his life as far as things that really matter. Now, people would say, you know, they look at the records and the notoriety and the money, and a lot of people would say, no, he didn't waste his life. But Mickey Mantle, that's why he had that song played at his funeral. He was trying to tell people, don't waste your life the way I did. As far as things that really mattered, he knew he had wasted his life. At least up until the last few days of his life. Because we shouldn't give up on anyone. This is number five. This is the encouraging thing about the story. Mickey Mantle had been witnessed to by a fellow baseball player named Bobby Richardson throughout the career. Mantle didn't have much place for it until the end. 
and he was laying there in the hospital in, at Baylor in Dallas, Texas. One of the things that happened is he listened to a Focus on the Family broadcast that featured a testimony by Pete Maravich, who was another famous athlete that had really messed up his life. But he had turned his life over to Christ, and Christ had changed him. It's another whole story. It's an amazing story, just what God did through Pete Maravich. God had him go out to, to give this interview uh, with focus on the family with James Dobson. And Dobson was always kind of athletic, so he wanted to play a little basketball with Pete Maravich, you know, the famous Pete Maravich. They went out and played a little basketball after the interview. The last thing Pete Maravich said was, I feel great, and he dropped over dead. Right there with James Dobson. <clears throat> well, I say all that to say that Mickey Mantle heard some of this interview that Pete Maravich gave on Focus on the Family. God used it in his life. Also used this man named Bobby Richardson in his life. And when he knew that he only had a day, a few days left, he called for one of his real friends. You see, he had a lot of drinking buddies, but that's not who he called for when he was dying. He made a special effort to have Bobby Richardson come and talk with him. And I want to read that account to you. Well, let me just tell you about it. I won't read it. Bobby Richardson walks into the room and he, sa he said, Mickey had a smile on his face. And he thought, now that's strange. The first thing Mickey Mantle said to Bobby Richardson is, I've received Christ as my Savior. Well, Bobby Richardson had a little trouble with that. And so he, start, he said, I want, I want to make sure this was real. I started talking with him about what it meant to be a Christian, putting your trust in Christ solely and just talk with him. Mickey said, that's what I've done. I've done that. A little bit later, Bobby Richardson's wife came in, and she, she said, I, you know, it was hard for her to believe that this had happened also. So she says, Mickey, if you were standing before God right now, what, what would you say to him why he should let you into heaven? Mickey Mantle said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. So I think Bobby and his wife were pretty convinced that God had done something. Now, you know, deathbed conversions are something that are questionable. And I'm not, I don't know. God only knows what was real. And I'm just telling you what was said. We do know this, that God can save somebody in the last moments of their life. We know that for sure because of the thief on the cross. That we know. Jesus said to that thief on the cross, Today you shall be with me in paradise. There's no question that guy was saved, and he was saved in the last few hours of his life. So God can do that. Now, J.C. Ryle said this concerning the thief on the cross, he said, One thief was saved that no sinner might despair. 
but only one that no sinner might presume. Just don't presume, you know, well, I'll just get saved in the last hours of my life. The other thief wasn't saved. So, the point is, we shouldn't give up on anyone while they're alive. And then my last point. Be careful about who you choose for heroes. If you want to know how to choose a hero, I already read it to you out of Jeremiah. But I'll close with this. Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts, boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. Choose your heroes in terms of a person that understands and knows the Lord. Well, seeing if there's anything here I might have left out. Yesterday, when I was young, don't make it, don't live in a way that that's the kind of song to be sung at your funeral. I didn't have time. I'd like, to, I'd like to know if they sang any Christian songs at his funeral. <clears throat> but I know that he wanted that one sung. To say. I made a big mistake. Don't waste your life the way I did. Now, in the end, his life wasn't wasted if he came to know the Lord. And, and even the, uh, where it says, I feel the bitter taste of tears upon my tongue. The time has come for me to pay for yesterday when I was young. Well, he paid with a, a body that was filled with cancer. But his soul, if he, became to know, if he came to know the Lord, his soul went to be with, with God. If indeed his sins were taken by Christ and he put his life in Christ's hands... This, this song was only appropriate for those 60-some years of his life. They don't really count for what God has for him in Christ. Well, any, any other thoughts?
Well, let's pray. Father, we pray that you'd help each one of us here tonight to live in such a way as when we are breathing those last breaths of our lives that we would not have to breathe them with regret. Help us, Father, by thy Spirit to live for you. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins. We thank you that our sins can be forgiven. The scroll can be clean. The the smile of God can be upon us in Christ. We thank you for that. We thank you again for this way of salvation that you've made. That... uh, any person, no matter what the situation, can cry out to you in repentance and faith and find forgiveness and life. Pray that you'd even use this example of this man, Mickey Mantle, to speak to our hearts along this line. In Jesus' name, amen.